Welcome to EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and today we are welcoming Kanna Campbell onto our podcast, who is the founder and director of SAS Financial Services, a boutique financial planning firm. She's Channel 9's exclusive money expert, founder of the financial media platform Sugar Mama TV, and best-selling author of The $1,000 Project and Mindful Money. When I first met Kanna at a Business Chicks event, I realized how passionate she was about educating and inspiring people to take care of their financial freedom. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Chili Technology. And without further ado, let's welcome Kanna to our show. I'm so excited to be here with Kanna Campbell. And the reason that I love Kanna so much is because she's making finances seem so attainable and easier, especially for people like myself. And we know that financial problems can have a huge impact on mental health and personal well-being. And people can feel financial stress where it impacts their sleeping, their loss of appetite, feeling anxious, feeling angry, and even arguing with the people that we love the most. So Kanna, it is such a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Thank you for having me. I absolutely adore your work and I'd love our audience to know where do they even start to learn to begin investing if they've never been exposed to it? Well, it's really natural to feel overwhelmed and confused when it comes to money. Like, And there's a huge like black hole in our education system because this isn't even taught in schools, it's not taught in universities. So, you know, I will meet with CEOs and MDs who will manage big corporations and still not know how to manage their own personal finances. So don't ever think, you know, you feel silly or stupid or dumb because you you don't know where to do, what to do or where to start. Like it's so many people are in the same boat. And this is why I guess I have my channel, my YouTube channel to try and help educate people and make it really, as you said, attainable and inspire people and empower people. So first of all, you know, you start, you wake up one day and you go, you know what, I'm sick of this financial stress in my life. I feel like I could be doing so much more with my money. I need to make a shift. So break it down. Don't try and like understand the share market, you know, all of a sudden. Lean in, take it slow and steadily, you know, go at a pace that feels right and, you know, so that you understand everything and you can see the value of your learning and so that you feel inspired and motivated to do something. So I always say like number one, it's like building a house. You want a really rock-solid foundation when it comes to financial knowledge so that you can make the right decisions. So it starts with, number one is budgeting. And like understand what's your cost of living. That's not to tell you you can't spend money to live. I'm all for work-life balance. But it's to understand like what is how much money do you need to bring in to make sure that you put food on the table, clothes on your back, able to have a breakaway on a holiday or a weekend away. And do all the things that you that you value in your life. So budgeting is number one. Next thing is is incorporating some sort of goals. So you know having a goal to build up some emergency savings is a fantastic one. So that if anything happens out of the blue, it doesn't sideswipe you. Next thing is after budgeting is building up emergency savings. Another thing along the way, probably potentially even before emergency savings, if you are in debt you need to have a look at how much money you owe and who to and set up a strategy to start paying that off. And I have on my YouTube channel lots lots of information about how to get out of debt, particularly credit card debt quickly, and it's called the hit list strategy where you work through the smallest debt to the largest debt by doing all these different things. 
Next thing is, is, you know, setting some concrete goals that go beyond the debt and the savings and start to really raise your bar when it comes to financial empowerment. And that is, you know, looking at what do you want to do with your life? Like, how do you want to be financially free? And a very popular approach that I guess is my philosophy is about building long-term passive income streams. So, you know, building up an investment portfolio, whether it be a you know a property portfolio or a share portfolio that pays you an ongoing passive income so that you can afford to work part-time or retire early or pays for, you build up a passive income that pays for your family's annual holiday overseas every year. You know, having some concrete goals to work towards and there's no wrong or right when it comes to investing, it's what is right for you. So starting to then, you know, understand what the goal is and then start looking at all the different investment options that are available to you. And, you know, there's there's so much free information available on my YouTube channel. That's amazing. That is such great advice of where to start. And if you do, I follow Kenna and I watch her YouTube videos and they're so informative and entertaining. And I love these challenges, Kenna, that you set, you know, each month you have something different going on and and right mm-hmm. now you have a frugal February and which I'm loving and I've been trying <laughs> to do it myself. What are your best tips to, you know, for frugal Feb and how to, you know, what are you doing for, for this month? Well, frugal February, I used to dread it and I said, sorry, I think it's my fifth year doing frugal February now and it's because it, I used to think about the scarcity, but when I reframed it to fabulous frugal February, mm. I'm enjoying it so much more. But essentially, it's where you become more mindful with money. You actually stop and think about, am I just buying this because I'm bored or because I'm feeling insecure about something or something stressing me? Or do I actually genuinely need this and I'm going to really appreciate and value it? And the moment you catch yourself doing something that you go, actually, I don't need this. What am I doing here? If you're about to spend that, you put the equivalent of that money into a separate savings account and watch it add up. And you do this for you know the month of February, so 29 days. So for me, things like you know grabbing that mindless coffee during the day, you know that's four to eight dollars a day. I've also been taking my lunch to work every day. I have had two very frugal weekends where I've just like hung out at home, and it's, it's had so many additional flow-on benefits from doing this because I've spent more time resting my soul and recharging my batteries. I've gotten more organized like I, because I'm at home. It's forced me to get on top of my life admin. Also, I've, I've found that I've been eating healthier and also eating less, which has given me even more energy. So, mm. so far, I think I'm over $400 in savings. And, you know, just little things like going the extra is not that much effort to save money and it, all the little things really do add up. Absolutely. And I've been doing the dinner thing too where I just cook extra and mm. because I fast in the mornings, most mornings, yes. I'm killing it financially there because I'm just not spending any money and my first yeah. meal will be lunch. <laughs> and mm-hmm. But I also find, Kenna, you know, we cook really healthy at home. So what I'm eating and fueling my body with the next day is actually probably better for me than what I can get if I buy it out at a restaurant or, you know, at a cafe or something like that. Let's talk about this minimalist wardrobe and how you established yours and do you hire clothes or? Well, it's funny. People think if you're into minimalism or being frugal, it's about, you know, bit, you know rising above fashion. And that's not yeah. the case at all. Like my money mantra is only buy what you love, value, use and appreciate. Yes. So for me, I live in a, a terrace, but, you know, if you're familiar with terraces, they don't come with much storage. So that's obviously 
forced me as well to be, you know, fairly strict with my wardrobe in that, you know, I've got to really love something. So I focus around some key things. One being is buying items that are really versatile, Mm. you know, a dress. Can I dress it up, dress it down? What can I wear it to? Can I wear it to work? Can I wear it to a family barbecue? Can I wear it to, you know, a restaurant? You know, making sure I get, you know, there's lots of mileage out of my clothes. Mm -hmm. Next thing is, is the quality. And I'm not necessarily saying, you know, buy expensive things because a lot of really cost-effective things that are really great quality. But if I really want to buy a luxury item such as a handbag, I will really think about it, make sure I've got space in my wardrobe. If something has to go and I have to sell it, even to help pay for it, that's completely fine. And maybe you um, sell your luxury items. There's a fantastic group on Facebook called High End and there are brilliant items coming up. Also, I'm a huge fan of some of the Instagram accounts like Hock Your Frocks. I stick with brands I really love. So yes. there's probably only three to five shops that I will actually shop in. It saves me so much time because I don't just distract distracted. I know the quality. Mm-hmm. I know I'm familiar with the fabrics they use and their color palettes tend to be very similar. So I know that last season's skirt that I bought will work well with that new blouse. You're absolutely right. If you get and my mum taught me that rule when I was very young, also because we'll, you know, we'll didn't have much money growing up. And so she said it's always quality over quantity, have less of. Yeah but really love your pieces in your wardrobe. And, and it's been brilliant. And then sometimes I actually use a company called Glam Corner because I'm speaking so much. I'll have my basics in my wardrobe and then I'll just hire in, you know, like an Ellery top or a hire in Zimmerman dress. Or, mm. And it enables me to explore things that I normally wouldn't wear. So they're also two fantastic hiring places how good is that? They literally turn up, you wear them, you just send them back dirty in the express post bag. No dry cleaning. I exactly. That's fantastic. Oh, mm. Hannah, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your wisdom. I'd love people to, to know where to find you on your YouTube channel, your amazing books that I've read, and where else on Instagram and things like that so where people can find you. Yep. You can subscribe to my newsletter, which is called The Sugar Hit, which comes out every Friday, and that's got all, you know, the latest videos, the latest blog post, the update on the $1,000 project. You know, there's always a money hack in there. And um, obviously my Instagram account, Sugar my TV, where, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a really engaged content creator. Like if you message me, it's not a robot or a staff member, it's me messaging you back. So, you know, I really love the community behind all these digital platforms. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Kanna. What a pleasure to have you on no, here today. No, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. To continue on your calm journey, I really encourage you to download a free ebook on how to live a calmer life. Simply head to eqminds.com to receive your free copy. And if you're in a really good mood, please feel free to give us a five-star rating. It helps other people find the podcast. And then together we can help other people with their mental health and well-being. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us. And we'll see you again in a week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of information contained in this podcast is used at the user's own risk.